Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the show. I have actually quite a, a profoundly, interestingly manifested interview with the man that is Josh Elledge. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Josh. Yeah, how are you doing? Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> So um, we had an interesting course of events that led us to having a conversation that has felt natural. We're hopping on to talk all about Josh, what he's doing in the world, the way that he's supporting entrepreneurs, the way that he's showing up in the world and helping people to get beyond the idea of mere success. Josh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about you, what you're doing yeah. in the world and why you love podcasting? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, so I uh, was a serial entrepreneur for a number of years, was in the United States Navy right out of high school, um, started a string of businesses that failed. Um, some of them failed, some of them failed pretty spectacularly. Uh, but our seventh business venture actually went on to do quite well. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so we did over 6 million in revenue with zero dollars spent in ads nice. and the way that we did that um is that because I'm, I'm just not a big fan of paid advertising i just feel like it's just very inauthentic like we all know what the game is you're trying to convince me to buy your thing and so <laughs> going into it I, you know it was the founder of geek squad who said that advertising is the tax you pay for being unremarkable and i just don't Ooh. think it's necessary today um i i just you know it's great if you want to do it and you got money to spend on that cool um you know just pay it i guess like you would paying taxes whatever <laughs> i just believe in spending as little money in that as possible um mm -hmm. and truth be told when i launched savings angel so this was january of 07 mm -hmm. uh i had no money for advertising so mm -hmm. that was another problem uh, <laughs> i think led to uh my desire to just um go ahead and how can I serve audiences? Mm -hmm. How can I bring value in an authentic give first approach and then earn that mm -hmm. time with them? So mm -hmm. I decided that I was going to uh, reach out to local media, uh, local radio stations, local ad magazines, newspapers, TV, whatever I could. I said, listen, um, I'd love to advertise with you, uh, but I don't have the budget. Um, but what I'm thinking of is I'd love to do a segment together. And so um, I started doing weekly radio segment. And the very first one that I did, Dan, is that I went into the studio and for Savings Angel is all about like helping consumers save money. And, mm -hmm. and we would help them cut their grocery bill in half and charge them $5 a week. Mm -hmm. um, and then so I would go and just deliver as much value as I possibly could in three minutes time. I say, mm. here's specifically how you can get this product for free at this store. And here's exactly how you do it. Mm -hmm. um, it became very popular. And I actually made enough in that first three minute segment to pay my heating bill, which was due and wow. um, I, which I did not have the money for. And mm. so that then 
uh, began a string of other radio stations we started working with, um, started doing syndicated radio. Um, I started writing a local newspaper column, turned into a syndicated newspaper column that I've been writing now for about 13 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and TV, uh, now I went, my first TV segment was in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, then I made it up to Grand Rapids and then <laughs> Chicago. Uh, and I did a bunch of TV in Chicago and then uh, moved down to Orlando where then now locally I've been on air over 700 times on uh, Fox 35, News 13, WKMG, the CBS affiliate, uh, and then um, syndicated TV. And so, but all told, yeah, over 2000 media appearances. So I got real good at it. Mm -hmm. And um, that led to me doing a lot of work in our local startup community, a lot of pro bono work where mm -hmm. I would just do um, serve on boards, um, mentoring workshops, you know, that sort of thing. Um, women own, minority owned, military veteran uh, owned. I'm, I'm a military veteran myself. So, you know, I just, you know, I believe that when, it doesn't even, when you, whether you make it in business or you're not quite there yet, I believe it should be the mandate of every business owner. You need to understand that you are entering into a world of service. Mm. It's all about service. What good can you do in the world? And, mm -hmm. and ease off on everybody is a potential customer and you need to just <laughs> sell, 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 right? Because when people get that vibe and you're mm -hmm. not fooling anybody, mm -hmm. everybody can tell exactly what you want. They mm -hmm. can tell. Listen, 700 TV appearances myself and I do a lot of media consulting. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can tell you, I can watch your TV segment and I can tell exactly what you want. And so mm -hmm. can everybody else, but they might not be able to put their finger on what exactly it is, but what, the, what they can say is they can tell whether or not they like you or not, or they mm -hmm. trust you or not. And so these are skills that you need to get really, really good at. So this is what I was doing, like, let's say seven years ago yeah. in uh, Orlando here. Mm -hmm. And funny thing happened uh, because when you start giving and serving, you start doing lots of nice stuff. Um, people will start asking you for, well, can, can I work with you? Right? And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. So other board members, other people that I was, you know, also kind of serving alongside, they would mm -hmm. say, well, you should be doing PR or media mm -hmm. consulting or something. I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and so that's what me, uh, my influence began about seven years ago. And today, um, again, it's one of those situations, and, and I hate to give such a long answer to this, but this is <laughs> no, kind no, of the, no, the no, story no. here. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, early 2019 that uh, we said, listen, here's the reality. We get all of our best clients through word of mouth. I, I do some speaking. I've spoke for Tony Robbins organization. I've done mm -hmm. you know, plenty of stuff like social media market world, the podcasting conferences, that sort of thing. Um, and- um, you know, love those relationships. All of our best business comes word of mouth. How can we speed that up? How can we scale that, right? Because mm -hmm. I want more of that, but mm -hmm. I can't advertise for those people. That doesn't work. And so um, what we did is we just started um, inviting and doing more good for other people, finding ways that we could provide service and value on the front end with no expectation of sales or return. Mm -hmm. And if you do that for the right audience, for the people that have the ability and desire to pay, mm -hmm. right, they're going to get to know you. 
So Mm -hmm. for example, like we did some very simple things like, you know, we got really good at doing, you know, we're kind of working on like people's authority and we're like, listen, um, I would love to do a free LinkedIn makeover for you. It's going to take me an hour of my time. It's going to take my, you know, my teammate, you know, maybe an hour of her time. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started doing that um, for some influential people. And then Mm -hmm. that led to invitations to be guests on their podcast that if I were to just reach out to them and say, Hey, yo, can I be a guest on your <laughs> podcast? They would say, get out of here. Right? <laughs> and you and everybody else. But we had those opportunities to do that. Mm-hmm. And because we were willing to spend, you know, at, you know, a hundred dollars or more in labor or whatever to kind of mm-hmm. do some nice stuff. Um, so we then took our podcast and and we said, well, wait a minute, why don't we just invite everybody to be guests on our podcast? So this is the Thoughtful Entrepreneur, which mm-hmm. we're up on like 600 episodes now. We'll mm-hmm. record, we have actually over 650 recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we started inviting our dream customers to be guests. And we were doing as many as this is going to blow your mind, Dan, um, as a podcaster, because most podcasters do what? Like one episode a week. Mm-hmm. I was doing... 25 to 30 episodes recorded a week. That's how many I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was recording them all. And then the team was kind of like (laughs) cranking them out and get them going. Mm -hmm. So a crazy thing happened because I had no intention of like selling these people. I mean, that Mm -hmm. would be nice, but really Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do is I just wanted them to get to know who I was, what I did, and just Mm -hmm. see where the relationship goes very authentically. Mm -hmm. Um, Our business started taking off like a rocket. And then we had one of our clients who said, whoa, I want my business to take off like a rocket. Can you help me with that? And Mm -hmm. so we built her this uh, B2B sales system that leveraged her authority and a platform like a podcast in order to do that. And she ended up making $175,000 in 90 days because she was selling a $25,000 product. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were able to get her meetings with everybody she wanted. It was amazing. And um, so now- um, you know, long, kind of the, the tail end of the story here. Uh, <laughs> that is about all we do. We mm-hmm. build, we work with six figure consultants and mm-hmm. we move them to seven figures. Mm-hmm. And in the right circumstance, I'll do that completely joint venture based. In wow. other words, they don't have to pay me 25K or whatever to build the system. I will just partner with them mm-hmm. for a long term return. Mm-hmm. That said, you know, we know our formula yeah. really, really, really well. So you know where it's going to work. <laughs> you know where it's not going to work. Take, <laughs> yeah. we, we know who will take our deal and who is not quite ready. I just, I, just, I just imagined one or two chances like, well, I just watched a, a Russell Brunson thing. I'm setting up my company today. I'm going to reach out to Josh. But no, it's, but I suppose this now, whole thing, and I think yeah, it comes I, down to, there's probably going to be a relationship that leads into that conversation. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be off the bat. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, also we have to look at perceived authority because I mean, I listen, um, we, we experienced the same thing with media. So uh, mm-hmm. a company would approach us or some entrepreneur would approach us and say, Hey, can you, I'm going to pay you guys some money. You get me on the today show. And I'm like, well, in theory, yes, we can make that introduction. <laughs> we can do our part. That's not that hard. Yeah. Like their, their email address is right there. <laughs> what's stopping you from, from trying to sell yourself? Well, what's stopping you is your own internal realization that you know mm. you're not quite ready for that. Mm. Um, and so, um, you know, generally we work with folks that have some decent authority because I can make, it's just not that difficult for me to take 10, 15 introductions a week. But mm. if that person takes a look at 
where you're at and they go, Ooh, ah, that's really, really early stage. It's mm-hmm. just, you're just not at that level yet. And mm-hmm. no offense. Like, it's just, I just want to be very respectful of everyone's time. Mm-hmm. And so, because we've facilitated introductions that were way too early and we got the pushback that we expected. But you know what? I've actually seen this in my own experience, Josh. I remember when I first started doing this work, so I thought three or four years ago, much like the, you know, the buy my stuff person, I bought into a buy my stuff person. I was paying them, you know, not a little bit of money, not a lot, but not a little bit of money. And there was nothing that came of it because I, I, (laughs) I think my podcast maybe had five episodes I had a cheeky book on Amazon, but it didn't have any sales on it. You know, I was, I was a blank slate, but you know, I've been putting in work now. I've, I've been in Forbes. I've been on, I've been on a couple of places. So now when my team reach out now, I'm going on a summit with people from the secret and stuff yeah. like that. It's happened because I put the, the work in and I think there's something to be said here Yes, alongside the relationship building and being genuine and showing up and serving it's being ready to actually, you know, put you back into it <laughs> yeah. and, you know, put some time in. Yeah. And, and look, here's the thing. I mean, it's just, it is, it's just mm-hmm. going to take time. So as yeah. much as I'd like to tell you that you can get rich quick overnight, the reality is nobody does that. Mm-hmm. It's, is particularly in the United States, we love that, get, you know, rags, <laughs> rags to riches, to riches. <laughs> got discovered by the film producer, the prince or whatever. And yeah. now, we're, you know, <laughs> overnight, now we're a princess overnight, right? We, we, love that story mm-hmm. but you have anybody who's made it in business no, I, listen i've interviewed 650 people no one has mm-hmm. had to do it no one yeah. has experienced overnight success they have experienced you know what um you know kind of like that 3000 hours like the beatles going to hamburg right mm-hmm. that's where you know brian epstein said listen the boys before and the boys after they went to hamburg they were a completely different band had mm-hmm. they not had the opportunity to get so much stage time. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what am I, the outliers? This is an mm-hmm. outliers, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, they would not have been the Beatles were mm-hmm. it not for Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates having access to the kind of uh, computer uh, computers that he mm-hmm. had access to. He mm-hmm. had the passion, he had the drive that and was in him. And he had the so balls to make the play of selling what he didn't have yet. He also had the balls to pull it, take it over the line as well. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's where prep. So luck is where preparation meets, meets opportunity. opportunity. If mm-hmm. you obsess on, I just got done uh, watching the Queen's Gambit with my mm-hmm. wife. We loved it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, uh, the mean care, I'm not spoiling anything here. Um, so <laughs> <You sure? laughs> she had the opportunity mm-hmm. where she had a mentor who taught her about chess she had the brain that obsessed on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it was preparation meets opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the best books that I read in 2020 was Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. And I I tell you, if there's Atomic Habits, uh, I forget the author's name. James Clear, I think that one is. Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there's, honestly, if there's one book, if you have not read that book yet, um, these are not, you know, concepts that are completely foreign. I mean, these mm-hmm. are tried and two principles, but the way he explains it and illustrates it, illustrates mm-hmm. it, uh, it's very much a life-changing book. It, it's it's the ability to do it board. Are you willing to keep showing up and do a hundred YouTube, YouTube videos, even when nobody's watching it? Can mm-hmm. you do that? Mm-hmm. If you have the guts and the, the tenacity to do that and to do it bored when there's mm-hmm. no return, when there's no immediate return, mm-hmm. that's where 
you start to see, it's, it's crazy. It's success is almost always found on the backside of failure. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost always elusive to where the average person gives up. So what mm-hmm. you have to do is be just beyond average and you keep on going, quit chasing the shiny object, right? <laughs> I know you were really big into TikTok uh, last year and now you're really big into clubhouse and blah, blah, blah. And you keep on going from shiny object to shiny object. Mm-hmm. I, you know, clubhouse is probably a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, I'm not going to bother spending a minute there because what I do mm-hmm. works. It, it works exceptionally ah, well. Of course. Of course. It's You've got the your same thing. I show up day after day after day. And I do the exact same thing. And the reason why is because it works very, very well. And mm-hmm. it's absolutely gotten us to seven figure territory. Mm-hmm. So why would I start spending two hours a day in clubhouse? Like, I'm just, it's just, I don't need that right now. Mm-hmm. Like once you find something that's working for you and you can just completely become uh, a nerd on mm-hmm. that thing, that's, that's where you want it. That's really that, that book. I remember another book that really inspired me was now discover your strengths. I've not heard you do not want to be a Jack of all trades. Jacks of all trades never make it to the NBA, right? Mm. It's generally people that they're so good at one aspect of the game that mm-hmm. they strive to be the number one rebounder, the mm-hmm. number one, you know, whatever. I don't, I, I'm going I'm to show down. my lack of sports <laughs> knowledge, right? But, but we, we get you. just so amazing at one aspect of the game. And that's kind of what you want to do. So I'm no good at paid ads. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm quite horrible at it. And I'm okay with being horrible at it. Um, I am probably one of the best in the world mm-hmm. at doing exactly what I do. Mm -hmm. And that is leveraging the podcast platform to create unlimited sales. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, I don't say that lightly. I don't say that to boast. I say that because that's all I do. I obsess on this subject. Both my team and I spend so much time in R and D. I don't Mm -hmm. know of anybody that knows what I know about this. And Mm -hmm. trust me, we have some big clients who have spent big, big money trying to do aspects of what we do. Mm -hmm. And now they work with us. So again, I, I want you to understand that this is not in any way, I'm, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying, because um, I have this uh, abnormality in my personality that allows me to just laser focus and obsess on this one. It's it, Where did I hear? It was um, someone, I, gosh, I wish I could, I think it was an, it was an audio book. And I wish I knew what it was. Maybe it was Dan Ari- Dan Ariely or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about someone was saying, "Do I have the personality to become a billionaire?" And he said, "Let me tell you about one billionaire that I know." I went over to his house, beautiful oceanfront estate. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to recognize this story. Please contact me and let me know where this story was because it's bothering me. <laughs> he goes, "Beautiful oceanfront estate." Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "Come on in, come on in, come on, come in." And I look at it, so he goes, and I watch him, and he's playing Wii Tennis. And, uh, you know, where he's like, you know, the old Wii controller where you're kind of <laughs> swinging it around. <laughs> and he goes, come on, play with me, play with me. And he goes, okay. And so he's, he said, well, I didn't, I, the guy was playing left-handed. I didn't know he was left-handed or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so then he said, ah, you know, did the old, like, uh, Princess Bride thing. You know, I, I and he said, the guy was just, a, the billionaire guy was just, annihilating him mm-hmm. in tennis. And he's like, 
this, like, I can't even score a single point on this guy. This is mm-hmm. ridiculous. And then he switches hands, you know, to his dominant, you know, his correct hand and stuff like that. And and they, they he said that they played for, I'm, again, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like that's what I'm doing because I'm probably inserting my own facts into the story by now because it's, um, the, the, because the principle of the story that I'm going to get mm-hmm. to in a second. So they play for, I'm guessing, a half hour or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's, I didn't even score a single point on the guy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what in the world? He's a billionaire. How can he have so much time to play Wii Tennis? He goes, mm-hmm. can I show you something? Mm-hmm. And he brought up the global rankings for this game. Mm-hmm. And he was number one in the world for Wii Tennis. And he said, that is the personality trait that I have seen among billionaires is mm-hmm. they don't do many things. Mm-hmm. They pick a few things and they just, they have a tenacity. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, how can you still be interested in that? Like, <laughs> and it's like, that's, it's all about mastery, mastery where you'll spend 10 hours just to perfect one thing that may not even be perceptible to mm-hmm. an amateur or an amateur ear, you know, guitar or whatever, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. It's how do you keep, how does a champion weightlifter keep going to the gym three hours a day, mm-hmm. six days a week, right? I'm just making, again, I'm making up numbers oh, yeah. here. Yeah. But how do they do that, right? They do it bored. They mm-hmm. do it when other people, like, I don't know how you can do that. Like my boys are into stuff that, mm-hmm. like I appreciate that they that they love they're fanatical about the stuff that they're into, you know, mm-hmm. but engineering and programming and kind of all kinds of matters, you know, all kinds of computer stuff. I'm just, as a father, I'm thrilled. And mm-hmm. as parents, you know, I think there is, it's interesting because another thing that we saw in, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I want to be careful, but in Queens Gambit, there's another <laughs> example where the mom was like, why don't you do something else? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, a, uh, a, 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 you know, a young woman should have a diversity of experiences. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. so we should sample lots mm-hmm. of different things, but um, you know, really, you know, it's, there's so much learned from mastery of, of a particular skill. And so um, early stage master, whatever your thing is, don't be a generalist, be a master mm-hmm. of one thing and also invest ridiculous sums of time and effort into your branding and your authority. Mm-hmm. And if you, I'm telling you business owner to business owner, mm-hmm. I'm telling that if you would do this six months, 12 months from now, you will have, you will be an, you will be experiencing a completely different world. Quit chasing other experts. It's time. I'm giving you the right here. I just gave you the air <laughs> blessing right here. <laughs> the, the air cross. Whatever, right? um, you are, you are the authority now. The, 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 the student has become the pupil with chasing gurus. Just mm-hmm. go ahead and go and be excellent. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, you just bless us with so much goodness. I just want to sort of grab a few pieces of this and also just speak for the, for the listeners to my own personal experience of working with you and your company, even in just getting into the relationship that's ended up here, <laughs> albeit we're going in a different direction. And it was that from minute one, I mean, I go on a lot of podcasts, not 30 a week, but probably on about 10 podcasts a week. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, they pop you on the email list. And, you know, you're on the email list, <laughs> right? There's no engagement. There's it's, no connection. Oh, 
you know, so when inappropriate. Someone's, so inappropriate. When someone's been on my podcast, I, I send them a message afterwards. I see how they're doing. I, you know, I check in. If someone's had me on their podcast, you know, I make sure that we share it and, you know, we express our gratitude genuinely. I get into a, you know, a heart-centered place and I express genuine gratitude. Whether or not they respond, whether or not they even post that episode, still it's about having that genuine relationship and that service-led way of being. So just yeah. for the listeners, Joss isn't just telling us stories and, you know, blowing smoke up your nose. <laughs> He's actually, you know, sharing the truth. And I can say from my own experience of dealing with this business, this is what they do. They give lots of value, just the same way as he's sharing these amazing stories today and giving you guys some inside tracks. He's literally just given you the air cross, step-by-step, play-by-play, not on just how to be successful, but how to be a billionaire. Stuff that he's learned from interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people. So thank you for that, Josh. Yeah, my bet. My, my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> So just, I want to just quickly backtrack into to something that, that as well came up. You spoke about, you know, you've got your thing, you know, podcasting, going out there, uh, establishing your authority, sharing people how to level up their brand, and then through service, scaling that and creating a successful business. Yeah. What about for people that are perhaps, you know, like I was three years ago that are listening to this, they're not at six figures yet. I'll be, i will be actually I was at six figures pretty quickly, but they're not really at that place where they've even found their thing. They're still finding their feet. What's some insights it would give to people that are just yeah. finding their feet and looking for their thing? Well, yeah, look, so, I mean, your thing may even change. Like, you know, it's, I think it's, you know, fascinating that, you know, at 17 years old, we're expected to know what we're going to do for the rest of our life. <laughs> and we're just guessing at that point. And, you know, um, I, I would say though, that, um, you know, the more you can leverage your previous experiences, like, listen, if you've, um, you know, I, I know one person, for example, um, she's made a lot of money in real estate, but she no longer wants to just do real estate. And so she's like, well, I, I just want to be a coach, right? And I just want to mm -hmm. coach women because I love working with women. Mm -hmm. I said, man, you, you understand that if you do that, you're entering into a world where there's, it's very noisy, mm -hmm. um, you're going to be commoditized. Mm -hmm. It's very generalized. It's going to mm -hmm. take a long time to build up your authority brand new from scratch in this mm -hmm. new space. Can you leverage what you, the authority that you already have? So for example, mm -hmm. um, you know, up my, you know, starting up my influence, um, it was very easy because I leveraged an accomplishment, a problem that I had already solved for myself. This mm -hmm. will happen, right? So uh, savings angel came about because it was a problem I solved for myself. I got really masterful at timing coupons with store sales and I mm -hmm. developed a system to allow me to do that. And then I made it publicly available mm -hmm. and then I charged money for it. Mm -hmm. um, but my influence in his first iteration was I had a problem. I wanted mm -hmm. to grow my business, but I didn't mm -hmm. have any money and I wanted to get lots of media coverage. So here's how I solved the problem. I taught people how I solved that problem. Then now our, you know, we started about, you know, 18, 15, 18 months ago, you know, there's the problem without my influence, we're keeping the same name. Um, but the problem I solved was, you know, if you're a consultant or an agency, how can you get unlimited customers? Well, we mm -hmm. solved that problem. Mm -hmm. And so you are going to solve other problems in the course of just doing your thing, right? Figure things out, get really, really good at that thing and then teach other people. So for example, like here's one thing, um, and this sounds so small, but for the right person, this is so insanely valuable. What I'm going to teach you, what I 
figured out how to do. So calendaring is every business owner uses calendaring, right? You're using mm -hmm. Acuity, Schedule Ones, uh, uh, Calendly. Mm -hmm. and there's a problem, okay? Right now, if you if someone schedules with you, they're going to say, click here to add to calendar. Uh, mm -hmm. You're going to get an email reminder and a text, add this to your calendar, right? Mm -hmm. And then they're expected to do that, right? So there's a problem with that. 10% of people are going to miss it. They're not going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's not on my calendar, I'm, it's, it doesn't exist. <laughs> and so how do you solve that problem? It's because of security, the calendar programs, as I understand it, are not allowed to directly send calendar invites. Calendar mm -hmm. invites like through Google Calendar are different, okay? Mm -hmm. So here's, I mean, this is just a small example mm -hmm. of problems you solve, turn it into content. So I figured out how to solve that problem. So we used... Um, we used um, Zapier. And mm -hmm. so now when someone books a schedule item with me, and again, to some some people are listening to what I'm talking about and they're like, okay, why is this a big deal? <laughs> <laughs> Other people are like, are you oh kidding God. me? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's freaking me. brilliant. <laughs> I, when you watch my video, I am such, because I recorded a video step-by-step -step how I did this. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like geeking out on this. <laughs> it's so exciting. So what happens now is someone books on my calendar, it automatically now sends them a Google calendar invite as well. So the way mm. that I said, well, the way I figured that out is Zapier, Acuity, we use Acuity. Acuity tells Zapier, hey, this guy just booked an appointment. Acuity mm. goes, or Zapier goes, oh, that's interesting. Let me look on the Google calendar. Oh, yep, there's the event. Oh, and here's their email address. So I'm gonna send a Google calendar invite, which is different than any other invite because mm -hmm. once you send a Google calendar invite, it automatically shows up on your guests schedule that then they can click yes, no, or that's maybe or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so now this is automatic. This is, I'm telling you, like we were, cause we were experiencing about 10% where, uh, where people were either not showing up or they were sending me a text like, or they tell me when they jump on like, oh my gosh, good thing you sent me a text because this was not on my calendar. Mm -hmm, like 10% mm -hmm. of people will not, they'll miss it. They'll just, it doesn't matter what you say, what you, what you do, it's just mm -hmm. not going to be on their calendar. This solves that problem. So I'll have a blog post. I got the video done. I'm going to upload that on our YouTube. And just like, this is the kind of stuff, man. Just do good things for good people. Teach mm -hmm. people for free. And mm -hmm. then eventually people are going to say, well, shoot. You know, let's. I'm not going to teach you productivity in this kind of these kind of hacks, but this would be the perfect thing for someone to like figure out all these little things, like how to like how to like master Zapier in mm -hmm. in such time saving and amazing ways. Like that is the kind of consultant I would mm -hmm. pay big money for. I'd say, mm -hmm. let's take a look at all my problems. What am I not thinking about? And mm -hmm. pay them several hundred several hundred dollars for their time for an hour, and have mm -hmm. them go through. Have you thought of this? Have you thought of this? Have you thought mm -hmm. of it? like that? Is like, I would pay big money for someone to you know kind of see almost like kind of a CTO consultant, you know, mm -hmm. where they can kind of help me with my integrations. Integrations experts are crazy valuable if you can work at the thought leader standpoint, like the consult, like higher level executive strategy mm. level. I'm not talking like Upwork. Yeah. Tell me what to do, boss. And I'll go do it. Right. <laughs> that's commoditized labor. That's yeah, yeah. if you're lucky, that's 20, 30 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. But if you're the kind of person that can bring ideas, fresh ideas and insights to the table, that is 
many hundreds of dollars an hour for that mm. level of work. But you have to present yourself as that level, uh, that that level of a consultant, and then start just dominating your authority with, I only work with high level executives. I charge a lot of money an hour and I'm really, really good at this very specific thing. And then you get really good at building your brand and building authority and then it works. Yeah. 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 If you want to geek out on authority a little bit, I, I, I really would love to share this. Do you you mind? Cause I've got some. I will geek out with you all day because I'm soaking all of this in myself (laughs) and I'm sure it's going to be great for the listeners too. So, so, and, and this is coming from, again, from my 14 years of studying and leading on consumer behavior. Um, so how is it that we decide to do business with people? Well, we all, because we're all fairly sophisticated uh, around social media, we know how to use social. We know how to use Google. We know how to pull up someone's website and make uh, observations about what we're seeing. Like we were just looking at one tool, for example, and my director of operations goes like, they have spelling errors on their site. I'm like, mm, that's real sketchy, right? Mm-hmm. And so that would be an example of things mm-hmm. you really need to look out for. Now, you can go to my website right now, upmyinfluence.com, and I've got a free four, four video series. I'm not going to sell you on anything. I don't, mm-hmm. quite frankly, I just don't have anything. I don't have anything to sell you. If you're... If you're a six-figure consultant and you've got amazing authority, uh, yeah, we could talk about potentially partnering together or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. even have any, if you're an early stage entrepreneur, I have nothing to sell you. Um, so just go, <laughs> yeah, just just go, go get my free stuff. You know, I just give away what other people charge money for. So mm-hmm. my four video series is a th- it's an authority transformation masterclass. It's free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even going to spam you. Like if you're on my email list, like you'll see, like I just don't, like I send very few emails and when I do, it's always something crazy valuable that like, Hey, found this great tool. I like this video that I just did. Like that would Mm. be an example of something that I would email. I never sell to my email list. Never, 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 never. I never sell on social. I never sell on my email list. You go to my website, you'll figure out how to do business with me. Right. But I just Mm. don't sell. Um, And so let's talk about authority though. Um, and, and by the way, the expanded version of what I'm going to share right here is in this four video series. You can go to my influence and you can yeah, do it yeah, for free. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. look around, you find free video course, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, so um, here's how consumers are vetting you now. And everybody's vetting you. Why? Because we're protective of our time. I don't care mm-hmm. who you sell to. You're, you sell your government contractor. Guess what? You are selling human to human, H to mm-hmm. H. You sell to business owners, B2B. It's B2B. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still human to human. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And so these people are going to make assumptions about it. Just like, you know, I was telling you with my director of operations, Elisa, she's like, they have spelling errors on their site. That's sketchy. We're mm-hmm. people like that stuff matters to me. Right. Mm-hmm. That lets me know someone's not, it, it's like, <laughs> why, uh, you know, you hear about these rockers in the seventies, right. That would say no brown M&Ms in the bowl. And they would say they did that intentionally you know, the, like these excesses, I, um, it was like David Lee Roth, I think finally, or Eddie Van Halen explained, why did they do that? And the reason that they did that, they asked for like, I want, um, you know, they just give these outrageous like starbursts or something like that. Yeah. What's that? Like 12 red starbursts and seven of this That's and it. none of the other That's thing. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's very intentional why they did it. If they missed the small details on something unimportant, like 12 red Skittles, Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, they said, listen, we're going out on stage with pyrotechnics, with, 
you know, we're flying in the air. Like it's a potentially dangerous mm. situation if the fireworks and everything else is are not uh, 100% dialed in. So when, you know, cause you got your, your road crew, but you count on the local crew to do a majority of that work, mm-hmm. right? And so if they screw it up, you know, they could die. So that's mm-hmm. why they did it. So it's the small mm-hmm. things right there. So you got to, well, I mean, one thing for, this is easy, right? Here's your instant homework you could do right now. Go to your website, scroll down to the bottom. What year does it say copyright? Yeah. Um, and I was just on someone's website, it said copyright 2019. It's no longer 2019. <laughs> it's no longer 2020. Uh, it's newsflash. You know, as of when we're recording this, it's 2021. Yeah. Small things like that. Um, someone might say, well, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. You know, just like the red M&Ms don't, or the red uh, uh, Skittles don't. It's subconscious and it's in your brain. Mm. It's like someone's kind of asleep at the wheel on that stuff. So mm. I'd rather you be responsible for less, but manage it like a pro. So mm. what are people looking for um, in terms of like, should I do business with them? Well, Number one is you just can't get around this um, is your branding is all fair game for being judged. I would rather you have a simple, small one page website that looks amazing rather than, oh, I got a blog and I got this. and I got all this stuff going on on our website. That's probably unnecessary um, if you can't manage it really, really, really well. Manage your stuff really well. Um, listen, mistakes are still going to happen from time. It's, it's embarrassing. I, I have stuff, do what I say, don't do what I do, <laughs> um, you know, but, but that's that. So make sure your design is great. You will not attract business. If you're on a scale from one to 10 and you're looking like a four or a three, I'm sorry, but the sevens and eights are just not going to do business with you. It's it's not fair because you're probably really amazing at what you do, but the digital barrier is getting in your way. Okay. Your branding has to be great. It really does. It's not going to be amazing overnight, but work on it a little bit at a a time, a couple hours a week, really. Hmm. And if you do that, you're going to be great. Um, Next would be your social media. Um, When I go to your website or when I go to your social media accounts that you've got linked up, you said, Hey, I'm on Instagram. (laughs) Okay. Let me go take a look. And if it looks like a ghost town and you know, you're not really, you know, and it's unprofessional in any way, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, listen, you can't be all things to all people everywhere and all every channel. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't be, don't bother with Instagram. If you're not going to actively manage it, Mm -hmm. if you Twitter's your thing, by all means, spend all your time on Twitter. You love Facebook groups. Cool. Obsess on that one thing master, become a master of one thing, not a jack of all trades. You don't need to be everywhere. You need to be where your customers are and where your audience is. So that's number, and also social proof really matters. So do your best to try and grow that because, you know, a speaker who has 20,000 followers is just going to make more money on average than a speaker that has 200 followers because the meeting planner is going to look at, it's just going to, they're just going to click on your social media. They will. You're like, well, what is this person about? They're going to kind of start, they're vetting you and they start seeing that. And they're like, whoa, they have a big following. Okay. I guess that makes sense why they're charging 18 grand for this engagement. That lines up, right? They're just looking for red flags or green check marks is really what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally, um, you have to be very, very mindful of what Google says about you. 
So if you do a search for Josh Elledge, I can tell you exactly what you're going to find. Um, I was a little scared there because there was a contestant on The Bachelor. His name was Josh Elledge. <laughs> There's not many of us. Uh, uh, but for a while there, I was like, oh, crap, he's going to steal my thunder. But he did. Uh, he he apparently didn't make it past the first episode. So I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kept my vanity search results. <laughs> yeah. So but I can tell you, like, um, like, I'm just Googling myself right now. And um, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I've got um, there's a couple of weird things that are uh, on here that um, that's it. yeah, the Bachelor guy's still on there. It's going <laughs> to take a little while for that to shake out, and eventually, yeah, you know, unless he starts appearing on other reality TV shows, you know, uh, I'll reclaim my throne, King of Josh Elledges. <laughs> yeah, but but it matters, right? Because mm. that's basic. If you reach out to a journalist, that's the first thing, one of the first things they're going to do is they're mm-hmm. going to Google you. Like, mm-hmm. what's Dan all about? Well, they're mm-hmm. going to ask Google and Google's going to tell them. Beautiful, beautiful. So yeah, you you focus on those things, your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're not B2B, man, LinkedIn gives you so much. LinkedIn, my, like my LinkedIn profile almost always is, yeah, here it is. Number three search result for Josh mm-hmm. Elledge um, is my LinkedIn profile. Because of that, and people will click on that because they want they just want to get an executive summary. Who's this Josh Elledge guy? So mm-hmm. you better believe I max out my LinkedIn profile. And so go go look me up on LinkedIn, copy what I do. It works. Josh, you're killing the game with, with Valley today. And if anyone hasn't switched on, and if anyone hasn't switched on to the importance of giving value, because like you just openly said, some of the listeners probably there isn't going to be anything for them to there's no actual direct benefit for you sharing this but you're just sharing it and i think when people connect the dots on the fact that when good goes out good comes back Mm. and when i let people know that i'm out here i'm available and doing good and taking care of what people see when they come back to find out from me after me having done good things are just going to happen yeah yep truly truly Josh, is there anything that you'd love to leave the listeners with today? Because I think you've, you've. I mean, I'm going to watch back this back with my notepad and pen myself yeah. and, and get some goods. Is there something you'd love to leave the listeners with uh, just as like a, a final cherry on the top of this lovely cake? Yeah, I mean, you're listen, you're doing the right thing by exploring and, you know, just kind of like sampling the world and seeing what there is out there. Who can we learn from? You know, what do they have to share? Um, but pay attention. You know, pay attention to like, you know, you can usually tell pretty quickly whether someone is, you know, where their heart is. Like, are are they vested in your success or are they vested in their own success? Because I've seen plenty of gurus um, who give and are very generous and they know what their deal is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's, you know, we made the conscious decision a while back just not to sell to early stage entrepreneurs. And instead, you know, uh, let's give more. So my call to action for those who have either made it in business or you're just brand new, start giving it away. Um, Give away what other people sell. And you're like, whoa, where am I going to make my money? Oh, you'll make your money. (laughs) Your generosity will blaze a trail Mm -hmm. far better than any Facebook ad ever could, ever Please remember that. If there's one thing you remember um, is be more generous. 
Um, you can read Bob Berg's book is pretty good. The Go-Giver and the Go-Giver Sells More is, is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a really great book. If you want to understand more about like consumers and where they are today, Marketing Rebellion by Mark Schaefer is a really, really good book. Um, you know, and I encapsulate a lot of all of this uh, over at upmyinfluence.com. There's the free videos. I, I, I post, uh, you know, great content on our YouTube channel every single day. Um, wow. Our podcast is now every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now, now hosted by Jen. Um, mm-hmm. But if you want, you know, daily 15, 20 minutes, we're actually doing two episodes a day now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think January, February, just to catch up. Um, mm-hmm. That's how many people we love interviewing mm-hmm. um, for the, th- so it's really great. You got <laughs> two a day. You could listen to one 15 minute uh, podcast interview uh, on the way there were to work and on the way back. And, <laughs> yeah. Listen, ha, I'm going to tell you just, you know, because I'm a change man because of having that many conversations. So I've done about, I want to say about five, 600 of those uh, interviews um, mm-hmm. that will change your life. Just listening to five, 600 interviews with successful people, success leaves clues. Mm-hmm. Um, modeling knowledge, one of the four main ways that we learn, um, just, you know, emulate someone, do what they do, you'll get the same results. And, uh, but just, just be mindful of like what that call to action is at the end. Like you could tell, like, so now for the amazing low price of 19, I'm not pitching my own book. I, you know, I don't, I don't even <laughs> like, I open source all my stuff. I don't mm-hmm. even want, you know, it's like, I don't even, I, I mean, I could put it in a book. I suppose I could, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, to me, it's like, it's just coming out so dynamically, you know, for me, like I just discover something like, Oh, amazing. Teach other people, give it away. Like be mm-hmm. a cool person. Like imagine how amazing the world would be uh, if that were our approach. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very much a you know free market capitalist, mm-hmm. but I believe that generosity is the key to achieving everything you want in business and then some. Amazing. Josh, it's been absolutely wonderful soaking in from the fountain of your wisdom today. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Um, Guys, be sure to go out and and check out what Josh is up to. Take something away from today. Implement it. Don't let this be another episode that you listen to. It's like, oh, that was cool. Do something. Because if we do something different, we get something different. And by by the looks of it, if we give more, we get more. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life and to keep dreaming with your eyes open. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangana, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.